Welcome to the Huffing Spirit Podcast, where we take you from the sacred to the profane, from the serious to the silly, from the outer to the inner, and from the guru back to you. Join your playful podcast guides, Alex Hindley and Natalie Dick, as they bring you back to a grounded and more authentic approach to spirituality. My spiritual routine was just like off the charts. Like nobody had time for that shit, right? And it's because I was like, I was seeking to fix myself. What are you spiritually benching, bro? Yeah, I'm like benching all the fucking practices, dude. Right? So it's like I was was pushing, but that's because I was trying to fix myself through these practices, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to get stuff out of these practices so that I can, I can fix what is broken but the real spiritual journey is loving mm. your brokenness oh welcome back to the huffing spirit podcast live from grand rapids Woo-hoo. straight from the workout yeah we just alex and i just pumped out a, a solid workout and we're ready to dive into spiritual materialism today what was a fucking banging workout thank you thank you Put our creative workout minds together and a little smash. bit of strength, Pilates. Yeah, like did okay. some did some ropes, some, some kicks, grunting and slamming shit. Yeah, good sweat. Okay, so now we're all amped up to talk about spiritual materialism. Spiritual materialism. Yeah. What is it? So, mat- spiritual materialism is this idea that you are reaching a level or an enlightened state. And that that keeps you separate from actually what is. It's like grasping at these blissful states and not recognizing that what is in front of you actually is part of the spiritual journey. I, I love that. And I, I see it from my side of things of like, you're collecting these things, these practices, these experiences. Yeah. You're collecting experiences, things, trinkets, whatever, as an attempt to say like, Oh, I'm look how spiritual I am. And 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 I, you know, like I, I think we're talking about it because like I can find myself doing this sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Um and and my why with this is like if you're doing this, and, and again, we all do, you're not really doing the inner work because you're not changing the infrastructure that's going to facilitate the change for your future development. You're just kind of you know, Alan Watts has this great quote where he says, you've traded your chains of iron for chains of gold. Mm-hmm. You went from talking about how many cars you have and how much money you have to like how long you can meditate for and how many psychedelic experiences you've had with the shaman in Peru. And uh, we need to talk about it because if you're, if you're not aware, you're not really doing the work. Yeah, and I, I like to call it like, templated spirituality it's like okay so if i've got crystals tarot cards and, and trust me i have all of these things as 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 my and I, I i will say like as i entered into my you know spiritual journey i thought i had to have all this stuff i was like oh well, if i get the crystals that means i'm spiritual if i get the tarot cards i'm spiritual if i start meditating that means i'm spiritual however these are all really, really beautiful practices, a lot of them that have deep wisdom, deep, deep wisdom. 
But at the level that some people are kind of grasping, it's like a very blanketed surface level. Well, if I do this, that means I'm spiritual, but you don't really know the anchoring in of the deepening of that practice, but you're just saying, I'm doing it, therefore I'm spiritual. That to me feels really empty. Yeah, and, and when we were taught on like the secret teachings of the ages. Yeah. What I and do you wanna do you wanna talk do you wanna tell our audience what book that is? That is a, a Manly P. Hall book, The Secret Teaching of the Ages. And um, if I understand it correctly, I'm not a scholar on this by any means. And if I have to, I please, I have to fucking say this every episode. We are fucking students too, but like we're not. Yeah, we're, we may fuck up <laughs> some yeah. reference. We're not yeah. perfect. <laughs> so in writing this book, he obtained so much knowledge and he displayed so much knowledge that they gave him a 33rd degree masonship. Mm-hmm. And it gets into like the symbolism behind all the things that we draw meaning from, whether yeah. you're talking like crucifixes or like the the origins of religions and the things that actually influence literally like the buildings we go into Mm -hmm. and the things we put on the buildings and the things that we go into resonance with. Um, If you don't understand the deeper meaning of that, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff gets twisted. Um, So it's, it's important because you get to see the lineage of where these sacred symbols that we interact with that have so much. Yeah. Death. So much depth and wisdom, and they are in of it themselves that they hold an energetic frequency, right? And when when you are not um, paying reverence to these practices, but just kind of sitting on the surface and bouncing around saying I'm spiritual, it it's like we're grasping outside of ourselves to say I'm better than a previous state that I've been in. And it's like this attainment for enlightenment. And therefore when I'm trying to reach that state and I'm doing these things, I'm separate than anybody else. And I'm better. Yeah. And and so I fall into that trap. I do too. From the training that we've been through and the fact that you, you start to view yourself as let's say the spiritual, the spiritual ego, spiritual grandiosity. Yeah. And, And my secondary why behind this is just like you're saying is the root of what we do with this podcast is to bring people back to themselves. percent. Spirituality, spiritual materialism. This is one of those things that like is distracting you from getting to who you really are. Yeah. Um, you're collecting and doing these things, but you're not tapping into your true essence. Yes. And I, I can, I will, I will say that when I started doing yoga, like yoga, the yoga community is a little, can be like that when people first start doing yoga, they're all of a sudden like, yeah, namaste, I'm, I'm spiritual. And that's literally like one of the things that bugs me the most about the, the yoga community is like all of a sudden, be, and, and there's tons of different spiritual communities um, around <laughs> that oh, come into our community, you are spiritual if you are doing this. But it's these, and I, and I started out that way. And sometimes these, these communities and these practices, it's kind of the, the stepping stone into a whole different world and it's really beautiful. But I can honestly say, like, I remember when I first started meditating and first, um, like, I was just all over the place. Like, I was like, just... I was not grounded in who I was, but I, 
I was reaching, desperately seeking to find myself through these things. Oh, and, and then I got, I don't know about you, but I got like totally up in everybody's business about it. Like, oh, you got to do plant medicine. You got to check out Aikido. Did you? Oh, yeah. I was like. Yeah, like, I, I was I was like that too. When I first started, I was like, you got to do yoga. It's the best thing. It calms your mind and you feel deeper connection with yourself. And meanwhile, I was like, am I connected to myself? Just, you know, in my 20s, really floating around. Well, maybe, maybe it's. Not knowing that I had trauma to deal with. But. And so I will say that a lot of these practices, like the alluring um, part of it, can lead to really beautiful things where you actually hopefully find a community that's going to try to drive you back to yourself that isn't playing the guru, do it my way. That's where it gets dangerous. Well, and, and I will say that like the benefit of the doubt of it, I would think, is that as you're in these communities, you start changing your language you know, you will meet people that will kind of challenge the way you view things. You see more people in line with their I am that are truly embodying that. 100%. So um, it does facilitate a change in its own way gradually, I think. And it can, mm -hmm. but it can also perpetuate it as well, too. So in the plant medicine community, you know, I was lucky when I was, when I was seeing my teacher. I was lucky to go three or four times a year. And for me, like, that's good. And, and even then, I had to check myself because sometimes... It's very fun to just be in, your, in that space with your, well, your yeah. friends that you love like that. Like recreationally, very fun. Yeah, but there's there's people that come from a drug background and then they're talking about it like a recreational drug and they, they push away the sacredness of the medicine and what yeah. it can do. But then the other side of it is I've been with people where they're like, this is my hundredth journey with so-and-so this year. And you're like, the fuck do you have time to integrate? And the teacher will say the integration is equally as important as the actual ceremony. Yeah. And this, the integration isn't just like the next morning. It's the whole time in between like the next year. The following nine months or yeah. six months. So so these people that are just collecting experiences, yeah. like, like a notch on their belt, where they're like, oh, you only journeyed four times this year? I did a hundred times this year. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you're like, Again, you don't want to judge people, but you're like, well, you still seem pretty fucking broken to me. <laughs> you know, like if, if I was... You're, you haven't really gotten over that problem. If you're yet. paying 300, 400 a pop and you've done 100 of these a year, yeah. you should be on the fucking top of a mountain bringing in the next dimension for us or something like yeah. that. It's, it's bananas to me. And they're still like very much real people working through their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And... I think you can see that in a lot of different communities, like not just, especially plant medicine. It's, I think there's that really funny meme where it's like the guy's coming out of the cave and he's got like a backpack on and there's this like demon behind him. And it's this guy, he comes out of the cave and he's like wording in the bubble. He's saying, oh, I think I need to do another plant medicine journey and the, the thing behind him is a shadow and he's like bro integrate me it's like, <laughs> fucking integrate me and it's like all of his shadows like everything comes up and he's just using plant medicine as a means of escape of actually integrating what is coming up yes and that's so. spiritual materialism it's like i'm chasing after something but it's all within you that you have to go within and people are using Sometimes, like you can use meditation. I'll say I use meditation as a means to escape my body. 
Mm. for years i was like i'm going to meditate and just go into this attain this blissful state from meditation obviously i wasn't doing it properly i was trying to attain this yeah, really like you're roughing it down here at the low ground like me yeah <laughs> I'm down and dirty in the doing the body work but when for years i meditate and i'm like i'm going to try to connect with my spirit guides and i'm going to do all this spiritual stuff in my meditation and go to all these places that's an escape from the real earthly experience of things that are in my lower energy centers so i just mm. wanted to use meditation as a way to leave my body leave the human experience which involves suffering right involves discomfort and a lot of people will, it's the same with plant medicine. I'm going to do this. And therefore it makes me spiritual. I'm going to meditate. Guess what? I'm spiritual. I'm going to go, I'm going to astral project. Yeah. I'm going to do all these like fun. And it's fun. And it's not, it's not knocking people that are truly no. grounded in their experience of what they're doing. I mean, now I go, I go places in my meditation now because I've integrated a lot of the stuff within my body. I've worked through the trauma. So there's, not to knock the, any spiritual practice out there because there is deep reverence in all of these pieces, but... And I think they're, they're all grasping on the idea of, of touching the divine and trying to articulate it and give it to people, package it in a way that people can experience it for themselves. But um, a lot of times I think it gets lost in translation. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think one of the most refreshing things when I run into somebody who is really authentic and like anchored into themselves. I love that they don't look spiritual. And if you look spiritual and you're anchored into yourself, I love that too. Like I just love authenticity. Like some of the most spiritual, I call it like the masters in disguise. Like I work with a couple clients who, you know, one owns a jewelry company and she walks her walk that doesn't look spiritual. You know, there's, it's really people really anchored into themselves who've done the work or like our mentor or yeah. doesn't, does not look the part of this or part of any spiritual community is just himself for crying out loud. Like how fucking refreshing is that to see people real? Well, and I, I, feather I boas and you know, I, I'm sage every day, namaste, and like, oh, come on, people. Where did you learn that? I, you it's know, not you. I get it. I get it from people as well, too. Especially like with the way that I talk and my proclivity for the F word. Yeah, if you're spiritual, you can't say fuck. Uh, fuck is like fuck, my fuck, favorite. Fuck, fuck, favorite fuck. <laughs> it's like the most. I love. That. Yeah, I love the F word. It's such a versatile. It's such a versatile expression. George George Carver. You know, he's got yeah. like all the different ways you can use it. Yeah. And I get that from people who are like, you have a spiritual podcast. And it's hard, too, going through the stuff that we've gone through personally and, like, the way that we were trained. Because, um, you know, we were talking mainly Pete Hall. And it's easier to now understand, like, when people are kind of, they're doing something their teacher taught them, but they didn't, they haven't integrated that on a full level. And they haven't learned that there's other modalities out there they are not doing the deep inner work. You know, they're, they're taking a little bit from this person and a little bit from this person, a little bit for that person. And they haven't done the deep inner work to, to the integrate. Templates. Yeah. The template of these practices. Meanwhile, 
what's fascinating is that each of these practices are like a portal, a portal of energy where you are literally, there's so much depth and wisdom that you can access within yourself, within yourself through these practices. But, and I, I, I have to say like, maybe there is this entering into the, like, it's a starting point. And I will say there is, there's benefits to it. Like as people go on their journey, they're like, Oh, all these spiritual rituals are not, are not creating happiness in my life. Where, where do I need to go now? Right. Or sometimes would you say that they make you feel more broken? Well, they, yeah, because, and I, I can attest to this because when I first started, I was like, I was doing like the yoga and I was doing the breath work. And then I was doing like my spiritual routine was just like, off the charts like nobody had time for that shit right and it's because i was like i'm seeking to fix myself what are you spiritually benching bro yeah and like benching all the fucking practices dude right so it's like i was i was pushing but that's because i was trying to fix myself through these practices right it's like oh i'm gonna get stuff out of these practices so that i can i can fix what is broken but the real spiritual journey is loving mm. your brokenness. Like really like, and we're not taught that. No, no. Ne- well, I mean, that's a cultural societal thing, but like, I think all of these practices were, there is wisdom in that, but it's the people who are teaching it are often not like guiding people back to themselves yeah. right? or showing them that, your brokenness is beautiful and like, yeah, it's, it's wild. And then there's, there's so many gurus out there, which this is what our podcast is about. It's like, we want to take you out of this, like following the guru and bring it back to you because you have, you have so much wisdom within yourself that it's like these practices are, are beautiful paying reverence to them. But, and this is the homework, I'm going to bring it up early. The homework is like, if you take away all your spiritual practices, and this is for anybody listening where you're, you're doing all the things, right? Like maybe you're trying to meditate, journal, breath work, yoga. If you're doing a whole bunch of things to fix yourself, right? Really sit with this question. If you take all these practices away and they're not there, are you spiritual? Are like, who are you without these practices? Like, are you really like, what does that mean for you? Well, this is, this is powerful on many levels. So I think later when we talk about the homework, we're going to say like, Hey, do this for five minutes a day. Yeah. Just, just thought, this thought exercise. But as somebody who has gone through five to seven persona deaths in the last two to three years, yeah. probably a dark night of the soul along the way. Yeah. I've had a couple yeah, it, it's, Incredibly. you know, we, we moved from Chicago where we helped build the plant medicine community there. Um, we had dojo. We had all, I had all these things I was doing that was giving, giving and receiving energy in a positive balance that I thought. Yeah. And all these other things that I was, you know, class, and we had these different ways that I was defining myself by the things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And as all that changed when we moved here, I said, well, like, who am I? Who am I with all of it, without all this stuff? 
And it's something that's still hard for me and I'm still processing it, but I also have to honor that there was something there that still remains. And that that still remains is strong and has fucking gotten me through. And all the stuff I was doing that was great and was supercharging and everything like that, mm-hmm. I was disconnected from it. And yet I'm still here. I still remain. What am I now? Yeah. I'm still discovering. Yeah. And that's like the, thank you for your vulnerable share there, but it's like, it's true. And this, this is ultimately the, the most beautiful part of the spiritual path. It's like we attach ourselves to the practices Mm. we define ourselves as such right same thing happened to me when before i had a child i was doing all the things and then i had a baby and i'm like shit who am i am i even spiritual because like i can't even i have no time to meditate like (sighs) what you know when you go when you're a new mom like you don't have time to do all the practices. It's like, how am I going to, like, who am I? And what is my, what is my spiritual identity in this role now as a mom, if I'm not doing all my practices, right? So it's your whole. And you've identified as spiritual. Exactly. So that, that threw me through a loop because I was so attached to all the practices that made me feel really spiritual and really guided and then life happens as it does for many you have to move have a kid so there's a death in the family like transitions and life cycles of energy like all these all these things happen and then you're like you have to redefine what that is like who are you without all that stuff and it's just like how we identify as a role, like say we like when I worked back in corporate, I was like, oh, I'm the business development manager for like the largest cosmetic company in the world, and like, ooh la la, that's. And then I left there, and I'm like, oh fuck, who am I without that? Anyway, I was a guy just selling cheese sauce. Yeah. <laughs> what so, do you? I fucking sell country sausage gravy, but yeah. that's right. <laughs> so, so we do, we, and so we go through these like little mini persona deaths or ego. Little- and, and thank you for that, by the way. You're vulnerable. Oh, I thought I was like, shit. <laughs> I did. I was like, I, lo- I loved it. It was fun. But anyway, so you, you go through all of these like little shifts in identity, but you go through that in your spiritual communities. You go through that in your spiritual practices. And sometimes you just boil it down to who the fuck am I without all this shit? Mm-hmm. And that is like one of the most liberating feelings because you're not attached to it. And, and yet, right, like your true core, your true essence is untampered with. Yeah. Right? Your spirit would be there even if you didn't do all of this work. Yeah. Like, have you ever met like some, like a, a grocery clerk or whatever in, in the lineup? Or like, I'm just watching this grocery clerk and she, I saw this like a couple of weeks ago and I was just like, in love with how much she loved her job. Oh, those are wonderful to see. Like, you know, when you just see somebody just doing their job, like they're just, they're beaming and she's just, she's touching people. No, not touch you physically, but she's like, like, where is this grocery store? (laughs) No, she's just the way she's like energetically touching people as they're passing through 
like the checkout machine. It's like, a menial task and they're it's changing. It's a menial task that I'm just like, I was, I'm in such awe of this woman and how she's just, you could just tell she's so authentic, so grounded, so fucking present and bringing so much joy to people. That is more spiritual than somebody who, I mean, to me, when I see that, I'm like, oh, like a regular human being just having like this beautiful, like human experience in the mundane. Yes. I loved it. I was like, I was like, I wanted to pull up a chair and just like watch her all day. I was like, we, I want more of that in my life. I want to be that. Yeah. We, we went through Wendy's the other week and, and there What'd was, you get? what'd you order? Uh, I think I got a double cheeseburger. It was one of those things where it's like getting late and I'm like, we got to get him fucking fed. Yeah. So as we pull through, the guy goes, welcome to big boy. What can I get you? And I'm like, like, and we keep going. And we're like, okay, so how much is it going to be? And he's like, uh, let me do the math. I think it's going to be like $1,000. And we just started laughing. I was like, hey, were you like fucking with me like two minutes ago when you said this was a big boy? And he goes, yeah, I do with all my customers just to see if they're listening. I'm not joking, Natalie. They fucked up the order five times in those two minutes that we pulled up. Yeah. We enjoyed that interaction so much that we're like, we don't fuck. Like, like yeah. we're both trained in the we'll just take whatever you feed us. Yeah, we're both we're both trained in the in the food industry, you know. Yeah, and we're like his his energy was so fun that it didn't matter that the, they messed up the food five times. Yeah, I wonder if he's like meditating and doing breath work and doing yoga and over the deep fryer. Yeah, I would. I think he's probably. <laughs> I think he's probably doing Reiki over the fryer. I think he's giving. He's putting Reiki in the food. Yeah, putting the food like like they're putting Reiki in the food. I'm going to that restaurant. <laughs> There's Reiki in the food. <laughs> Somebody on the right, like this, they're poisoning our kids with Reiki. Some like protester. <laughs> the devil, they're putting Reiki in the food. Save, save the fucking kids. <laughs> I just want to feed them deep fried stuff. I don't, I don't want this energy shit in there. <laughs> so, yeah, like. There's just, like, those people, I just, like, the simplicity of the, the engagement with life around them, I'm like, to me, that's such a beautiful spiritual experience. Like, and, again, that's how I identify it. I, like, now, <clears throat> when I see the people who are, like, just hammering out practice after practice, I'm like, dude, that's so much work. And I think there's a there's a beauty in that, and I think this is almost like its own separate podcast. But like the 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 mastery and the mundane that that for me that's where God exists. God God lies in the cracks. Yeah, like the magic in the mundane. And and to see these people like like the one day I'm walk, I'm driving down the street in Chicago, and there's this guy who like looks like he's like been out drinking all night and he's like just fucking shadow boxing shit. He gets up to a telephone pole. And the first my instinct was like, what the fuck's this dude on? That's a crack. And then my second instinct was like, now this bro's fucking living life. And right? I'm the one stuck in traffic watching this guy be excellent. Listening to the news, hating life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, uh, you don't you don't realize how much you go on autopilot, and there is an allure here with all of this stuff. Like like when we were talking with Tony, like that that dance with the sexual energy. Like yeah. there is an allure there that you're on this path that separates you and makes you cool and different, uh, and doesn't that feed your ego? Uh, I'm on the way to enlightenment. Enlightenment is where are you now? Oh, you're just you're just talking about your oh, job. You know, you'll get there one day. 
Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over those. I'm over that. I may have, I may have thought that myself on the, in the beginning. And maybe this is, maybe this is the initial part of the path for people. Maybe this is that kind of starter pack. Have you ever seen those memes? It's like the spiritual starter pack. It's like, you have like a crystal and like dark night of the soul. Somebody's like losing their shit in the picture. And I don't know. There's, I love spiritual memes, but. Well, and even with this stuff and with anything that we talk about, with anything that like I start to hold a position on one way or the other, spirit has a way of coming up, kicking me in the balls, kneeling me in the balls and just manhandling me to the ground and being like, you sure you feel that way? You know, like it'll, it'll, especially like being a parent, you're like, oh, I'm never going to put my kid in front of the screen. And then you're like, I need to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) It's either... I yell at him or he goes in front of the screen because I need to calm myself down. Yeah, like I understand why some animals eat their young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like so somebody was asking me, like, what's it like to be a father? Like, I'm I'm more loving than I've ever been. I'm also like more fucking terrified. Where like the, the Yeah. The triggers. The well the trigger with me and him, but also like like don't get between me and my fucking cub. Oh yeah, mama. I call it mama bear energy. I was I was telling a story the other well, day. I, I don't want to take you know any ownership of mama bear energy. Mom, your da- daddy data bear energy. Yeah, you're like I am not a mama bear. I'll take I'll take that cocaine bear energy we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that movie cocaine bear. Um, yeah, that's that's legit for real. But coming back to head magic in the mundane, like I feel like this is probably. On my, I guess on my spiritual journey, this is where I'm at. Like for me, my, like the simplistic moments of like washing the dishes and just being really present and just witnessing like the room and maybe there's sunlight coming in. Like there's magic and sacredness in every fucking moment Mm. if you can tune into it. So, so do you think part of the cure for materialism is presence? Yes acceptance and surrendering to what is because I feel like when I first started my path you know leaning into some of these communities nobody talked about surrender nobody talked about acceptance and what is and maybe if they did I didn't really understand it or I was like trying to control everything it was like falling on deaf ears when I first started my path in my 20s but I think that that's like riding the waves of life with grace, acceptance, and surrender is like one of the most powerful teachings because you're not, you're not trying to attain anything through practices. You're, you're finally in this in flow of acceptance of what is, even if it's very uncomfortable and hard. Well, and I I think I would add on a cerebral level of it, what is your why behind your why? And so earlier I said, open, yeah. yeah, like the, the, me wanting to do a spiritual journey and, and I constantly am finding myself where I'm surrounded by these wonderful, cool and amazing people who are the people who like, if you, if you ask me, what do I want to do with my life? I want to, I want to hang out and get paid to talk to my friends. Would that be amazing? Yeah. yeah. So I also am, am realizing that that isn't a lore for me as well, because that's the shiny thing that I said I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And I do want that, that like there's, there comes a time where you're in a room with these people and then you have to say like, okay, 
are we going forward with this? And I have to check in with myself. Like, am I doing it because I want to belong with all these cool, amazing, inspiring people? Yeah. Or, or like, I'm truly doing it because I want to be there, right? So the why behind the why. Because I can, I can say, like, this is a very altruistic purpose, and I truly feel that this could change the world with people I'm working with. Well, explain what you're working with. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking about, about a, a leadership project <laughs> okay. that I can't get into the specifics of. Right. Um, but the people that I'm with love, love and, and inspire the fuck out of me and right. like are people that if I have to put my sword somewhere, I'm like, my sword is yours. They inspire the hell out of me, every, every one of them. And again, I had to sit at the end of that, that thing last weekend when we were all working in a room and saying like, do we have something that's truly special and unique? And I had to say like, am I doing this because I want to do it or am I doing it because I want to hang out? guys which i do mm. and i i come back to that i do that in my spiritual practice of am i doing a plant medicine journey because i want to be in the space with that person or because like i truly need this and i need to get new framing new healing new, new tools new energy i'm ready to let go of this shit yeah i'm ready to do the work yeah so for me i think like i love everything that you're saying with the acceptance the surrendering presence what is, what is your why behind your why? With whatever you're getting, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, mm-hmm. what is your why behind the why that you're doing? The why behind the why behind the why behind the why? As our friend Chris says, the the journey behind the mirror. Behind the mirror, you know? Right. I love that. Yeah, and you know, as, as this conversation has kind of evolved just from when we started, all these practices are little gateways little portals invitations into deeper parts for people so maybe it is interesting to think that it's like a little gateway of spirituality and it is through that internalized process and that i was called like the involution it's like how are we navigating our internal space so mm. and each person mm. is has such a unique journey and how that unfolds. So I don't know, maybe it's all meant to be. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing too, right? Like the, are we judging it? We fucking totally. Oh my God. Are we like, are we spiritual, ego, spiritually egoic by we're, having a podcast about spirituality? <laughs> we're part of this problem. Oh my God. We're the problem. And we're part of the solution. That's right. You know, and, and the, I mean, what's coming to me is the, what is that? The divine like right to exist. Everything has a right to exist. And we were talking about like the divine timeline and like you and I aren't always aware of people's timelines of how the universe is unfolding through them, unfolding through them. And whenever I I bump up with somebody, I I have to pull myself back and say like, ah, what's the dance that spirits do behind the scenes? Why are we? Well, it's all a beautiful orchestration, right? Mm. Like, I'm a firm believer, and maybe people don't believe this, that like there is no coincidence. Every every person that comes into your reality, every is is an invitation for you to say who you want to be. It's a mirror. The whole world is a mirror for your internal experience. And it's an opportunity, like you you have relationships that you meet people in relationships and they, they kind of pull on certain triggers and wounds within you. And it's, mm. it's all this, when you kind of pull it from the higher spiritual perspective, it's 
spirit is just orchestrating this grand pattern on a, a kind of level that we can't see in our humanness, but from like how we incarnated here, there's all a pattern that we, that, that we can't see. And spirit is orchestrating a lot of this. So I love that, which is really cool to think of. So, and I don't know if I can top it. So I think we need to re reannounce the homework. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I went, I went a little out there. But no, I, I, I love it. Like, I love the beauty yeah. of, of, of everything that you're saying. So coming back to spiritual materialism, here's your homework, guys, gals, guys, gals, and everyone. Ask yourself this. If you are really entrenched and enmeshed with these practices and you believe that you absolutely like, need them, they're helping you, ask yourself, like, if I take these away, who am I? And am I spiritual? Who are you? Who are you? See how that lands. So we're going to um, cut this one. Thank you for listening. Like, yeah. share with whoever resonates. Please comment. We love to see the comments. We want to, you know, what do you want to hear from us? Yeah. We're here for it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Huffing Spirit Podcast. Remember, you are your own teacher. Take what resonates and leave the rest. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Huffing Spirit Podcast and subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. Bye for now.